Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. So they, they knew the results. They knew what they, they wanted to get, and they looked at the whole pipeline and expected every part of that pipeline to work. And uh, what I've usually find is pipelines, you could usually spot what you need to fix next by where things are bottlenecking. You've got a leak out the bottom or they're just backing up because you've had been, you know, the thing when you win is you get more, you have more business, you know, a a well-run business grows. And when it grows, it's like flow of water through the pipes. It starts to back up at the (laughs) and everything. And, you know, like, okay, we need to enlarge that. We need to go here and get more people in there or get better people in there. And so step by step. So they were looking at the performance of, how would you describe it? The customer experience? Yeah, of each component of that funnel. So really making sure like if you're thinking about it as a funnel, you're thinking about it as the customer goes through that experience, every single, the responsibility was expected at every single level. And it was really across the entire organization to make sure not only were we getting more customers, but that they were also staying and referring. So I think that was a pretty good And you use the word drive because Mm. you have to be in a business, essentially everybody's prospecting. You know, you've got... yeah. For one way or another, you're contributing to the uh, growth of the company. And that, that means more sales, more customers. And so talk about driving it. They're mm-hmm. added, what you learned about driving new prospects and driving new satisfied clients. Because you talked about qualifying them and make sure it's a good fit. But they were driving. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. So I think when it comes down to marketing, especially from a B2B perspective, you have to be looking at where your customers already are. And what I mean by that is that if you are looking at small, medium businesses, or you're looking at the business I work for now is actually a sperm testing and freezing business. So we talk a lot about like where men go for information. It's thinking about really where are they already and how do you be in those places? And so I think, especially in the B2B world, you really have to think through how do you deliver value? How do you really educate them on how to make them better business owners, how to make them better marketers? Because those are the things that these customers need and are looking for. And so how do you be in those places? So the driving of the business came a lot through digital advertising, events, heavily present online um, and really making sure that we're hitting all those touch points where these people are already looking for information or going. Yeah. Find out where they're already looking and make sure you're there. You know, the intersection exactly. of where they're looking, where they're going, you know, and uh, so you leave this company and you go now, did you, is that this, is that where you are now with uh legacy? No. So there were two businesses in between that, but now I'm at a company called legacy. Yeah. And so how to talk about, you know, how you move through those businesses and why you're at Legacy now. So I went to a small organization. What we see is a person getting established because you don't know what you don't, you don't know. And then Mm -hmm. you work and you maximize the situation. You move on to the next one and you maximize that one. And that's either long-term or short-term, but then you're creating options. Eventually you settle into things, but you work your way into it. And so what we're hearing Mm -hmm. is championship athlete coming out of that, working your way through success and where success takes you. And success Mm -hmm. can take you to some big places. 
But you know, yeah. thirty-two, you're you got so many successes in front of you. <laughs> Your family, you know, we already got the family started, and you know, you got this great life. But it came from these principles and approaches about making things happen, responding to challenges, and those lessons you've learned. And now it's going to continue to fire your growth going forward. And so talk about how you move through those two companies to the legacy. Yep. So the first one was a consumer research business, much smaller. Again, we built a marketing team there and we really reworked on their brand, but ultimately didn't feel aligned with with their product and really what I wanted to be doing. So I ended up moving to another very big company in based in Montreal. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me stop you. Sure. <laughs> aligned with their product and what they were doing. Now, mm. how long did it take to find that out? I was only at that business for about 10 months, so not very long. Yeah. And so yeah. there's certain things you need to be, this comes up all the time, you got to be flexible and you got to adapt to reality. You look at things from the outside. There is a way you can look at decision-making and say, if you're an intelligent person, you never make a bad decision. You make a good decision at because none of us are going to make a bad decision for ourselves, but we make mm. the best decision based off the information we have at the time. And yep. so if you make a decision and you did about that company, like, man, this is exciting. I want to get into that. And then it starts to, once you're behind Unravel. the door, it's like, well, not mm-hmm. so much. You don't have to hate it. You don't have to be bad. No. It's just like, mm, not a fit long-term. No. And so exactly. it took you like 10 months to not only see that, but also to see your next step. Yep. I think you bring up a really good point about decision-making. And I think a lot of people struggle to make a decision, but I think ultimately you just need to decide. And once you make a decision, you move on to something else. You'll either get into that and decide, this is this was where I want to go, or you need to make another decision right. to then go out. And so I think it's really coming down to just making that decision. And in that, it was clear to me that that, wasn't where I was supposed to be long-term. And so I just decided, okay, great. Have no hard feelings. There's nothing here. Just not the right fit for me. So I moved to a company called Plusgrade, which is in the ancillary revenue space for travel. And my first day was actually the first day of the pandemic. So if you can imagine, I joined a travel company in the pandemic, which was (laughs) quite an experience. But ultimately, I stayed there for just over two years I was their VP of product marketing and so really helped them come up with. So I ran their entire marketing function, really focused on like, how do we brand this? How do we talk about what we do well? How do we really drive ultimately more sales for these ancillary revenue managers and the travel companies that they represent? Had a fantastic leader there and he really an incredible mentor to me. But what I realized in that time is I ended up having my first baby and realizing that I wanted to do something a bit more meaningful for me and something that related a little bit more to where I was in my life at that time. And so a friend of mine who was working at Legacy reached out to me and essentially said, Kate, you're the best marketer I know. And we really need someone who is going to help us communicate this thing that nobody knows that they should be doing or need to be doing. And it was in the fertility business. And so for me, if I was able to help other people have that same sense of joy and just this opportunity had to have a baby was something that really resonated quite closely to me. And so I made the jump from really heavily B2B sales, B2B marketing to direct to consumer into fertility and sperm, which is uh-huh. <laughs> totally different, uh, totally yeah, different topic. And so how's that transition been for you? Has it been an eye opener? Has it been 
some kind of educational thing or has it been what you thought it would be? Yeah. I think the biggest thing I, I realized in the transition from business to business marketing to D2C is that ultimately people are just people. Yeah. And people think that there's such a difference between marketing like software products versus marketing consumer products. And for me, it's the same because yeah. you're ultimately talking to someone on the end of that, on the end of that conversation, on the end of that ad or whatever you're doing. And so that was probably the biggest, like not revelation, but the biggest thing I learned, but I learned so much about fertility, which is crazy yeah. and sperm and all the things that it does. So it's been a really great experience and I've got to do some very, very creative marketing that I haven't got to do anywhere else. So very happy so far. I guess that's a growth business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we talk okay. a lot about masturbation. <laughs> we talk a lot about very uh, taboo subjects, but ultimately it's been quite a ride. Well, the population in the world and all of that stuff. I mean, it's uh, people uh, wanting kids that it can't or having problems. It's not as automatic as you would think. But No, it's uh, not. And so legacy, that's what legacy does. And as brand marketing agent for them, you are letting people know this is out there. And right? Exactly. Yeah, essentially that people should be testing and freezing their sperm. Yeah. And that's what I talk about all day long. <laughs> which is trust me i get so many questions about this that like dinner whenever i have people for dinner the amount of people that are like well what else should i know like it's people are actually quite a lot more curious than you thought would think and they don't maybe want to admit but yeah yeah well do you have and have you had the idea that this is great but at some point i want my own thing i want my own marketing Mm. agency you know i want to be the person. I want to be up on stage with my company. (laughs) I want to build that brand. Yeah. So I've actually started that on the side, less so from a marketing perspective, more so from a mental performance perspective. So when I Uh think really about what I want to do and the the purpose that I bring to this world is ultimately, I think back to that time and when I was introduced to Stephanie and the impact that she had on my life and all the mindset things that I've learned from being a competitive athlete, bringing that into the business world. And I truly believe not many of us are trained on how to use your mind, right? Um, especially when you are in that like manager to director or manager, director to VP, that kind of transition there. There's a huge gap in my opinion, in the market to really help people make that next step. And I think you do that by learning to use your mind and understanding yep. how to really unlock that power and get yourself in a place where you can perform consistently over a long period of time. And so what I've started doing is developing a mental performance coaching business on the side. Um, So I'm working right now with uh, some of the elite figure skaters at the same place Uh that I used to train. And then ultimately plan to to grow that. Start with what you know. And so you you have a website for that and all that we can uh, send people to? I don't have a website. I should make one of those. find you? you Yeah, the best... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the best place uh, is on LinkedIn, Caitlin Good. And then from there, you can book some time with me. There's a link there to do that. Caitlin Good. And because yes. I was going to ask you, Caitlin, you're working with them as a brand manager inside a company. It's like, why did you want to waste your time doing this? <laughs> <laughs> My partner says the same thing. He's like, just go to you, girl. <laughs> so to do a pod, this podcast, why was that interesting to you? Why would you do that? Mm. Take your time to talk to Larry. <laughs> mm. Good question. Have you, um, have you enjoyed yourself? So much so. This has been great, actually. It's really nice to actually 
I haven't actually reflected on like the entire journey from starting yeah. as a little girl skating all the yeah. way to where I got. So I really appreciate you taking me through that journey again and asking some really great questions. And so why? Because I think that ultimately I want to be able to have a huge impact on people to help them achieve whatever it is that they want in life. And I think a lot of our job as coaches is to shine a mirror on people and let yeah. them understand like, where are you really good and where are you maybe not so good? And yeah. I think that people really can underestimate underestimate how good they are or overestimate how good they are. And if we can right. help them get to the stories that they're telling themselves, both positive and negative, how do you help them really gain more confidence and create a sense of looking at your progress? And I think, which is really nice that we've done today is look right. at the progress, right? Right. Look at where we've been. And so many of us are so focused on the outcome where I think that a lot of work in confidence building and in mindset building is looking at the progress, looking at that gap that you've changed yeah. really systematically. And so if I can help more people achieve whatever that is that they want, that for me is so fulfilling and where I want to go. And I think that you do a fantastic job of that, of bringing people of all different walks of life onto this and sharing their stories to hopefully inspire someone else to do that. So, Oh, you're very kind. Thank you very much. And there's so many, you know, what's funny. There's so many people like you that are just electric light bulbs out there and of, very nice. <laughs> of capability and positive energy that nobody hears about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen all you watch the news. All you hear about is the, you know, oh, yeah. The criminals, basically, and uh, the perverts and the the double dealers, and yeah, so, turn off the news. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is that there's so many people out there that are powerhouses, and so many people who could be. They've got that burbling inside, and they know it. You know, they've got mm-hmm. it inside themselves. And so, anything mm-hmm. that you and I could do to encourage those folks, so much the better, because all of them can do things that we can't do. Totally, totally. And, you know, have and when they do it, they're going to ripple out there and help hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands. You know, it just goes on and on. And so uh, that's the idea of trying to make a positive impact on the world because there's so many people out there that are looking for it. And yeah. so, thanks so much. I always let people, except when I forget. I uh, <laughs> always, I've been forgetting lately, but. Uh, <laughs> Usually I remember right before we hang up, but uh, I always like to give my guests the chance to say a final word as a kind of a bonus for the people that have hung with us through the whole thing. I like to uh, give the guests a chance to give a final word. My final word. Well, first, I will just say an immense thank you for having me today. This has been such an enjoyable conversation. And thank you for your curiosity and asking the questions that you do and for the work that you bring to this world. I just want to acknowledge that and, and thank oh, you for that. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I guess my last word will be will be a short one, actually. It's trust yourself and don't be afraid to make that call or send that direct message on LinkedIn to someone. You'd be so surprised on how many people are actually really willing to help. So take that first step and get started and ultimately trust yourself. Could not have come up with anything better to uh, wrap this up. Thanks so much and good luck with the uh, the next baby. It's going to be... <laughs> Be Could exciting, be today. <laughs> it's going to be an exciting time. Uh, <laughs> and look forward. Let's stay in touch. And Will do. Check in on your new developments that are out there in, in front of you. All right. I will. Perfect. Thank you, Larry, so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. 
If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealanwinning.com. Thanks for listening.